There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. Ooh, baby. I need to really level set with everybody. Get level set. Matt is one of the strongest people I know. And okay. he is really showing up today, mm-hmm. despite having gone through <laughs> a whirlwind health moment. It's not a scare, but it was. It could have been a scare for a second. Just pretend right now from across the country that you're holding my hand, because I really need the support right now. I feel the blood pumping through every joint. I need the support right now, as I announce to the readers and the publicists, really anyone out there listening. Um... When you think that what love you can't hurt you the most, don't think that. And that's a rule of culture. Number 40. Well, when you think, when you that, think what that what you love the most love can't the most hurt can't you the hurt most, you, most, don't think don't that. Don't think that. Because when I went out to dinner on a Monday night, and I just sat down in Los Angeles, and I was so happy to be home. I went to my favorite mm. restaurant. I'm not going to name them because I'm not going to do that to them. Yeah. I'm not going to do that to them. But I went to my favorite restaurant and ate my favorite dish, which is oysters. Raw oysters on the half shell, if you will. I've had food poisoning ever mm. since, but over a week, mm. the experience of losing my faculties has truly <laughs> shaken me. I have lost <sighs> seven pounds. It oh has God. been harrowing. I'm now on an antibiotic and on the way back to me. But to know that my own daughter, the oyster, came for me in this way she's not i don't think she's the daughter she's you love her the most in a way that is like 
an abusive lover because she really hurt you. It was she, the oyster, they know what they have over me now. And that makes me really scared to move forward with my life because am I going to stop eating oysters? Never, never in a day. But now that I know what they can do to me, it's a very abusive relationship. Thank you for saying the words. I, I, I'm not even using that. I know not to use that word lightly. Do not. It's, it's the not. A word. I'm not. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> D- girl, I didn't. I didn't. And so, and I just think that you should, I mean, I, I in, in a way, I admire that you haven't let this change your relationship to oysters. Mm-hmm. But in another way, the fact that you're not even willing to like name the restaurant as a way to, what are you protecting? The oysters? I the rest- just, I feel that that would be that, that would be very, and I'm sorry to, to bring them into this, but Demi Lovato against that ice cream froyo shop. Oh, because sure. it might not have been their fault. It might have been just their, my, a, a, little, a little something on poisoned. the ice. No, they weren't. But I, I don't want to be that voice sort of reaching out to my, what is it, millions of followers at this point. Mm-hmm, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, have, I have such reach that I don't want to um, cause this restaurant to close. You know what I mean? Because I know if I were to say something and be the whistleblower, the community would rally against me and no one would set foot in there again. That's the community would rally on rally behalf, rally for, for, for you me. against um, them on my behalf is what I meant to say. Thank you. Can we say that Matt's reach really is millions wide? Well, <laughs> how do you feel? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I okay. find I find it so. There's a there's a real feeling of justice, oh. an emotional sense of justice that I have mm-hmm. when I think about the fact that I am looking at all these people out here dressing up as twink. Oh, and do it, do it, doing twink, doing twink cosplay. All from these people. There's been like two or three. Doesn't matter. It's people, and I think you must feel some vindication. Look at God. Look, won't he do? Look it? at God. Put me on Netflix, and now millions are dressing up as the character Twink from Q Force. Mm-hmm. They're all getting into there. <laughs> my sti- oh wait, this is this is such a gross way to bring this in. But my stylist last week at the Emmys like was he was like I was like what are you watching? He was like I've been watching that show Q Force. Do you know? I was like I know it very well. Did he love it or hate it? He loved it, and Good. he was like telling me about the episode where Twink dresses up as Aaron Brockovich, yes. and doesn't but doesn't understand that Aaron Brockovich was not a reporter. And I was yes. like, "That's such a funny." I was like, "That see that premise itself is so funny." People have like, to watch Q Force. It's so much fun, and you'll love it. And I feel it. like it got such it got such a dragging on the internet but, when the but trailer now, came out, and now everyone's turning around and being like, "Now the tweet is this is the tweet that annoys me." Now it's like. Actually, Q Force is not that bad. I love it. Even I'm just like, what are you? T- well, then talent- you shouldn't have done this. Then you exactly. It's purely <laughs> them telling on themselves, being like, wait, I had this really uninformed knee jerk reaction to like uh, an edited together trailer from like a marketing team that uh, right. uh, that I don't. <laughs> understand I, like, I don't understand what they were going for whatever yeah anyway. and 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 now that it was able to shoot me to the a-list because finally the internet is and you have and demi lovato powers i have demi lovato powers and i know that it would be irresponsible of me just have some knee-jerk reaction and take down this los feliz establishment there i'm gonna narrow it okay. down okay 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 how many los feliz places sell serve oysters damn you Dude. are you're making this cereal i knew one day it would come along that you would make this podcast cereal <laughs> Girl, I had the. I went to a Best Buy today, and I thought, okay, how you went to Best Buy? Horny vibes. I was like, damn. You know, I wonder how Best Buy feels about the last time they were actually in the zeitgeist being cereal. Mm -hmm. And before that, 
they were only famous for being in the, the movie, the store they worked at in 40 year old virgin. They were only That's famous. Right. For that. They were only famous for that. And they were only famous before that for mm-hmm. being the place next to the park Meadows Costco in Aurora, Colorado, yes! where I would go when my mom would be shopping and I was bored and I went to the Best Buy to play Dance Dance Revolution with the employees there. Um, that and is there, there would be there would, there would be dance. Hell. I'm telling you, there were in circa 2003. Oh. There were full on dance battles between me and these blue poloed, lovely employees at Best Buy. Oh my who loved god! Love DDR as much as me. And then people believe me when I say people would gather. That was when I first. That's caught amazing. The bug. That was when I first caught the performance caught the bug. bug. Oh my god! It's so great to be able to pinpoint that moment. A dance, dance revolution battle with best boy employees best, best yes, buy yes. not best yes. boy mm. we're gonna interview the best boy in a second we are the best boys here but first i want that's very beautiful and Thank i don't you. I, and I, i'm so happy for you that you have that and i'm so happy Thank for you, you for another reason congratulations are due as a scholar would say <laughs> Boeing has been moved to the repertory cast of saturday night live the big promotion as it were there's none bigger there's none bigger, you know, it's there's not a bigger promotion that is also just purely a technicality. <laughs> and everyone's like, congratulations. It's, it's like, yeah, it has I, to happen. <laughs> I'm like, it's it's in the contract. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I'm very, 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 very grateful. Very happy to be on the other side of the opening credit sequence. Yes. Oh, my God. You transferred right over to the other side. To be a with, to have with credit. With. Oh, with. All the names. Oh, and can we just pour one out for... The, the wonderful, wonderful Beck Bennett. And one of the best. We have to have Beck on the pod. Maybe now he'll have more time. Just one of just one of the c- nicest, kindest, funniest, most talented people who could do who could do it all. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, not for nothing. So such a such a wonderful leading man. So handsome. Yeah, he he really was great. Can, for the show. It doesn't it doesn't get any better than handsome, goofy, funny, kind. No, handsome, goofy, funny, kind, and also like. Um, he seems like a generous person. Like he's yeah. like generous with his time, energy, talent. I feel like, you know, you can tell that he was well loved at the show and he yeah. really was good at everything. And so, so he, he is one of the he's one of those that will be missed. And you you'll only realize it now that he's gone. You motherfuckers. You, you should motherfuckers. have you should have known what you had. Campaigned. Yeah. You should have exactly. campaigned for him to stay for a hundred years. Speaking of handsome, funny, goofy, kind. What the hell? Wait, what the hell? We have our guests, but can we just really, ch- can we check in really quickly? I have yes. not watched Salt Lake City yet because I've- Neither have I. I fell up. asleep in the middle of it because I've did been Did you watch Ill. Potomac? I'm, uh, yeah, I'm yes, sorry. Yes, I did. I did. Ascala, our girl, had a great moment. The way she snapped at Mia, I said, Ascala, you're, you're, you're building a legacy. I don't even care about the Mia snap because Mia, I'm just like, I'm not even like, inv- she's, she's so all over back. the place mm-hmm. that I'm like, I don't like this. Yeah. But her her one confessional cutaway this episode, um, I think only her second or third all season. Yes. But what is, is when Giselle wants to give them the tour of the house and then and then Escala sees like the bare stair spiral staircase that's outside <laughs> the, that leads spiral to, staircase to nothing. Yes. To nothing. <laughs> and she goes, um, I'll come back. And then and her confessional is, you know, when there's a, when there are stable steps and, you know, there's like a door, I'll be back. But like, <laughs> I'm like, the delivery on the, the line read on that was... When there's a door, but no, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> so funny. It wasn't like... You're building a legacy. This house is a piece of shit. She no. was just like, no, no, no. Like, you know, when there's like a, a door there and functioning <laughs> stairs, I'll, I'll, that's when I'll come back. So funny. What I think she's legend. so, so good. I'm really so ready smart. to say, Escala, 
legend. I'm ready to see her at the Legends Ball. I'm ready to see her go all the way. All the way. She's going the distance. Speaking of legends. I'm happy we checked in, but speaking of legends, this is what I realized today when I was thinking about our guest. By the way, this has been a long time coming. Long Long time time coming. coming. Oh, yeah. Kind of in a way, without him, we're not up here being the culturistas. He was really the first culturista, if you really think about it. If you really think about it, this is someone with like an academic understanding of what goes on in culture. Mm. I mean, I would say like I would I was going to say star turn, but it's like we've known about his sort of mind and the way that it thinks about pop culture. But in the framing Britney Spears documentary, you see him and you go, well, here's an authority. I have been waiting to talk to him about all that as well, because it's been a lot has gone down since we did our Britney episode. That's right. And to have a better guest, I don't think would be possible. When we say original culturista, what we're saying, everyone out there, and maybe some publicists and readers don't even know. Some are going to be like, "Um, yeah, of course, but maybe some are young. VJ mama. VJ. That was the original culturista. Truly. The VJ was the original culturista. Someone with a curatorial eye. Someone mm-hmm. who had to have presence to, to be able to say to, to you through the camera, through the screen, hey, what you're about to see is important. And, and cool. Why. And cool. That was the number one thing. And uh, okay, we so much to get into with our guests. Um, also the host of the Homophilia podcast with Matt McConkie. Incredible One podcast. of the best. I mean, just every everyone you could want to hear from has like a gorgeous episode. They're great interviewers. It's just so fantastic. One of the best podcasts. They ask much better questions than we ever could. They run circles around us and we like it that way. As you know, the dizzy I feel after my the guest dizzy. spins around me. Is the best kind of dizzy, the best kind of nausea, best kind of food poisoning. Second to the oyster. Second to the oyster. Not since the oyster have I been spun around like this today. <laughs> today. Um, this is a major moment. Bowen, are you ready to welcome our guest? I'm ready. Everyone, welcome. <laughs> Dave Hall! Oh, you guys. That's. I want to use all of that as my bio going you forward. Can. I'm just going to use an audio may. clip of it and just have that playing. Power move. At all times. Let me just paint a picture for everybody listening because you can't see even the podcast or visual medium. We're, mm-hmm. we're talking to Dave through Zoom, but he is in this beautifully paneled office. The walls have whatever. The walls are mm-hmm. gorgeous. Talk and to us got, about like, it. These fantastic framed photos of uh, there's one thing I can't tell what it is. And then there's another, a framed photo of CBGB. And it's yes. so chic and it just, it's just like, this is culture. This is a culture king. Oh, yes, it really is. Thank you. Thank you. This was my boyfriend's studio. So the panels behind <gasps> me are acoustical panels. Amazing. Amazing. Um, that he made. Now we've taken over the guest unit on the on the property and that's now where he goes. So these are, this is like a simple burlap over yes. some, uh, some foam. Uh, simple but effective. Um, yes. That is, in fact, CBGB. And then, and then behind me is a uh, a gold record for Robbie Williams. The ego has landed yes! that I have, oh my and I God. don't know why. King of behavior. Oh Wait, Thank I you. can't believe that. I are you a Robbie Williams super fan? You must. I am be. a fucking super fan. Yes, I absolutely am. You two school me because I. That's a blind okay. spot for me, and I feel ashamed. But I. We need to know about your your what you think of Robbie. He is um, the perfect pop star. Yeah. Um, he he strikes a tone that nobody else in the culture does, and that is why he is not big in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like he's <sighs> he's sort of he's sort of in on his own joke. It's a little bit like it's kind of a character. He's like larger than life, and like 
and sexy and and it's just it just doesn't work. We can't, we right. don't know what to do with those boys in mm-hmm. America. You know no. what I mean? Yeah. You got to be you got to be Chris Martin or you got to be, you know, what uh, that's kind of it. That's kind of Harry all that's available. You have to be taken really, yeah. really seriously or be yes. really cool when you're a yes. guy. You there's no room yes. for like cheekiness. Like that's what I would right, say right. about that's like exactly the word. Robbie Williams exactly is like the word. funny. And and that's like it's yeah. it's like he's like um observing and funny and like camp and you can't yes. do that in America with a male artist. Yeah, mm. no. Watch his set at uh, the Nebworth Festival. And mm. I don't remember what year, but just search Robbie Williams Nebworth. Like, it's just this in, this crowd that you can't, like, your brain cannot conceive of the size of the crowd. Wow. Um, and he just fucking holds them in the palm of his hand. Yeah. He's incredible. So I, I must have mentioned him, because, you know, he tried it a couple times in the States with Millennium. Yes. And then Angel and Angels. And he had like, I'm loving angels instead. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> Jessica Simpson would go on to do a, a more popular version Wouldn't of that song. Wouldn't she ever? You know, she the, you, know, ever. Bowen, you know the version of Jessica Simpson, Angel. Angel, I'm loving angels instead. Yes, I believe Well, you can so. hear it in your head if yeah. you don't know it. It's exactly yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. She shouts that one to God only. To God himself <laughs> yeah. or herself. That one Themselves. was for God. And after yeah. she got off stage, she definitely looked at her, like, her assistant and grabbed their hand or, or whoever it was and just said, that one was for God. And they honestly said, I know, Jessica, you say that every time. And she goes, well, it's true. And they're like, we This know. time it was absolutely true. Yeah. But yeah, I mentioned him on the air because I do love him and it didn't quite come together for him, whatever, yeah, no. but the, the album went gold and they sent me one. Love. And uh, so there you go. So this is the thing. Oh, go, go, go. Matt Rogers, we can bleep this. Eleanor? Eleanor? Eleanor. Uh, oh, uh, you, you're, you're, you're asking. Yes. It, was it LNE? The answer is no. LNE, it, sorry. It was LNE. not LNE Oyster. And we Thank don't have God. to bleep it because I'd love to, I'd love to take it off the table that it's them. But don't bleep it. Okay, it was good. not LNE Oyster. Okay. That was front of mind. That was front of mind. <laughs> I love that place. You wanted to protect I yourself. I will yeah, tell I you what it was them. off air. I'll tell you what it was off air. Have we crossed off an, one of the few remaining options, though, as far as like an, a place in Los Feliz that serves oysters? Mm-hmm. We ha- it seems like we have. It's I, not l Let's just say there yeah. is one that hasn't been mentioned, and that place, unfortunately, they wouldn't be in this position of the will they, won't they, in the uh, will, will we name it in the reader's minds, which mm-hmm. I won't, but they shouldn't have given me food poisoning then. That's all. So. Sure. Wow. My heart is with you. My heart is Thank with you. you. I, yes. have a, I have a relationship with oysters as well, and I would hate for it to come to an end. It just took a hard left, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry for what's, it. What's your oyster preference? You like, you, you're a briny guy. You like brine. Which coast are you thinking? Are you what, hearing what, what this? Do you like? Are you hearing this? Why is there music? What is <laughs> happening music. on my computer <laughs> on this day? Wait, what the fuck is going up. on? <laughs> What is that? This is beautiful. We're keeping all of them. It's like okay. a, it's like a woman what, that cooing. That was a meditation <laughs> that I was listening to earlier. Why did uh, it start playing? I don't need you now. No. Meditation? We, listen. For a meditation to stress you out in to the moment. To stress me out. That You want to talk about a betrayal. You yeah, want to talk about something betrayal. that you love being the thing that will kill you. Meditation. Ah, that com- almost Meditation giving God. you stress? Oh it's like a horror movie. That is truly like a horror movie twist. It's like a horror movie <laughs> twist. It's like one of the most scary oh, parts of a horror Lord movie. Have oh, wait. Okay. That's like a great... Pre- Someone write that up. A Blumhouse scary movie about like a, a, a an awful cursed meditation app. Mm, a cursed yeah. meditation That's practice? actually really good. That's a good Black a Mirror. cursed meditation app? That's a great Ooh, Black, yeah, a great it black Mirror. It is. That's solid. I, 
I think Dave should play the person, the the voice, because Dave, Dave, I, you've you've heard this your whole life, but I feel like Dave really just does have this such a good timbre, mm-hmm. such so a much. good voice. Thank oh, you so wow. much. It's a cool Where does that voice. Come from? Where does that come from? Oh God, um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, tea in the morning. No, I don't. Yeah, um, I did do radio really early. Mm-hmm. Um, I lied my way into a, a radio job in high school. And uh, and was on the air. What like was the college, lie? Uh, that I was a student of the college that the oh. station <laughs> was uh, was the radio station for, KYMC in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, yeah, I was like, I was a sophomore in high school, and I just rode my bike out and had a Saturday afternoon show. And I, yeah. I, I don't know, I I don't. It's just it's just my voice. Yeah. I'm gonna say something. Please. I feel like there are some radio voices, people with, who do radio, whose voices when they are out in the wild, when you hear them in the real, in real life, it's a little jarring. Mm-hmm. Because you go, wait a minute, what is this affect? Mm-hmm. Is this, are you locked into this? Yeah. With Dave, with Dave Holmes, it, it's only ever been, wow, that man has a nice voice. That's Thank because so effortlessness is a part of your thing. Because oh. this is, and this comes back to the VJ of it all. Okay. So, I actually, like, when they were trying to reboot VJs, I think, Bowen, when we were right out of college, I actually auditioned to be one. Did you one. audition? Wow. Like, and, like, I went I went and did, like, a, the audition for it or whatever, and it, like, didn't go bad, but it didn't move forward. But I just remember thinking while I was there, how do you just seem so cool? You know what I mean? Like, that, that was part of, because everyone was in the room being like, okay, I'm trying to be a VJ, and the number right. one thing that they all have in common was they were able to project like an ease and a cool factor that made you want to like buy into this like young cool mtv brand so i guess my question is like how did you get into that space i know i know how you did because of the show but which i think would be really interesting to talk about now after like we've seen so many reality shows become that it's Um, weird it's so weird. But also, like, how do you navigate that? Like, I'm trying to be cool professionally. Does that make sense? I, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think <laughs> I benefited at the beginning from just being like, um, because of the way I got the job, I kind of came in. And by the time I made it to the top 10, I was like, I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to guess. Really? So it was yeah, a competition huh? called Wannabe a Wanna VJ. Be a VJ. Right. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was basically, I mean, it's weird like when people bring it up now they're like oh you were on season one of that thing and it's like it that thing was four hours on a saturday afternoon yeah that was it basically like a couple days on the live show and then a four-hour event on saturday but but yeah it was like um it was an audition up until the top 10 and then the viewers called in called in called in and Mm -hmm. voted and chose from there and there was this wild character named jesse and i was like well this is obviously the person who's gonna win so i was like i'm just gonna sort of treat this like an interview and just like mm-hmm. meet people and talk to them and be normal because I'm mm-hmm. not, I can't out character the character, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it, it would be dumb to try. So I was like, I'm just gonna, I guess like it took not knowing I wasn't going to get it took all of the pressure off. Wow. So right. then I was able to just sort of like chill and do it. And then they ended up hiring me anyway. And I was like, well, I'm not going to change anything. You know, right. it wouldn't make sense for me to suddenly be like a big character, you know, yeah. that doesn't come naturally, you know, so. What a, what a, what a great instinct to drop the artifice in the face of seeing someone. I'm not, maybe the, the, the guy who, what was his name again? Jesse Camp. Jesse Camp. Jesse Camp. Yeah. Maybe like, 
I'm not, it's not to say that he was artificial in that character, but it's like for you to have, I mean, I would have completely gone the other way and been like, well, I, I'm going to do what he's doing because that's what they seem to like. Right. And like, yeah, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do it. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be able to keep a straight face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I just sort of didn't. But I guess but, like man. that was another thing about it too, is I remember like reading VJ copy. It is really hard just to not do what's up guys. That, 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 yeah. like you have yeah. the rhythm <laughs> of a VJ and here we are mm-hmm. going to talk. We're about this person over here. Like it's so hard to not <laughs> go into that, but you are able to maintain you. And that I think is so, that's such a skill. That's such a talent. Thanks. Thanks. I mean, yeah, I mean, but it truly was just from like, I don't have the ability to like, to be, you know, to be the big, like, I wouldn't be like a a proper good radio DJ because I'm not, it's not in me to be like, hey, we're back or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, thank you. That's lovely. It's lovely to hear. That is like liberating self-awareness to know yourself back then, which I don't know. Do you think it's harder to know yourself now than it is in like the late nineties? I can't tell. I'm like, if I had grown up like mm. just like 10 years, if I, if I was just born 10 years earlier, would I have been more anchored to stuff or would I have been like less available with my resource? Like, would, would, would I have been like less in touch with like things that I know? Like, okay, this is what's like, does that make sense? Am I speaking in abstractions? No, it makes perfect sense to me. That makes sense. I, I yeah. feel yeah. like I feel like I mean I feel like the answer is obvious, which is probably we all would have been more of an individual. I think 10, 15, 20 years ago, when there wasn't any social media to pander to at all times. Right. Def- you know what I mean? Like, d- how different do you think it would be for someone now being like a representative to ev- to all of the youth with social media? Probably so much different. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I'm I'm so glad that I was there before YouTube, mm. Um, mm. before social media. What mm. we had was I mean, first of all, like, you know, we messed things up left, right and center. And that was mm-hmm. kind of part of the appeal and whatever it was, you know, it was live and it was fun and all that. Yeah. Um, But like to make a mistake and have it like stay with you forever right. would be so unbelievably awful um and also like we had when i started there all we had i don't even know if there was a proper mtv.com but there was like a uh Mm. there was a channel on aol Mm. and that channel had like message boards Uh and once early i was like i'm and and each of us each of the on-air people had their own had your own message folder or whatever and uh and i went and i looked at mine and i was like oh no no this is not this is not for me to see at all um because it's all you know at that time, in 1998-99, anyone using a computer to go online was like a grounded 14-year-old girl, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And there's no one meaner <laughs> on the planet than a grounded 14-year-old girl <laughs> on her dad's computer on a dial-up connection. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, I got to, yeah, thank God there was none of that kind of stuff. But I do, like, I wonder what I would, what kind of person I would be if I were you know, 15 years younger and didn't grow up feeling like the only person like me on the mm, planet. Mm, yeah, I like see. it was, there was a lot about that that was really terrible, obviously. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but there was also a lot about that that was really good. It like instilled a drive within me to like prove myself and, and succeed and be heard and all that. And I yeah. might not have that if I found my tribe at 15 on the 100%. I might yeah. be a very specific kind of monster. You know, <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad. That is Ultimately, interesting. Yeah, 
I think about that often. I think about like, um, like if I were, if would I, would I try as hard and work as hard and, and like try to put myself out there as much and prove so much if mm-hmm. I didn't feel like there was like a large part of my upbringing where I just couldn't see myself represented ever. And so yes. I like wanted to work to become that. Yes. And now mm-hmm. it's like you look around and that's like really not true anymore at all. Right. Right. And like, you, I often think like, why well, the 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 like basic way I phrase it sometimes is like, what if I were straight? Would I be a fucking monster? Oh but like, God. I do think about that. Like, oh God, you know, yeah. like, and like, you're grateful for the adversity or whatever it is. But still, it had to be hard. Forgive me if this is too much. But did you remain mm-hmm. closeted the entire time? I was out, but not on the air. But not on the air. Mm-hmm. That's what I guess. What which I is mean. yeah. Which is like, I look back at it. And I'm like. What? De- what? De- what? What? Come no, it on. makes what, what? it makes total sense to me. No, it, it I don't. Do, I mean, it it does to me too, but it's it doesn't make it any less disappointing. You know what I mean? Like, I I do understand, you know, that I was like not trying to rock the boat, and that and that there was no you know s- blogs and social media and ways to like continue mm-hmm. sort of doing your thing when mm-hmm. the show ends. And it's, you know, whatever. You had to, like, wrangle the press into it. And the press doesn't fucking give a... They don't care. They, you know, they're like, yeah. they don't care who I am or I'm not having... You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I'm not I'm not interesting in that way. So, whatever. I get it. But it's like, you know, I look back and it's, you know, we were promoting the hell out of Eminem, who said <laughs> the F word a yeah. lot. And, yeah. and, I, and it, like, never entered my mind not to participate in it or to speak up in any way at all mm-hmm. which is nuts but anyway i was out and i was out in my like private life it's just that you know yeah nobody cared enough to make it public and i didn't you know i didn't do the thing i didn't say the words you know right whether or not it's public i just feel like this is something that um i just i've just parroted this line ever since bd wong was was on this podcast mm-hmm. he was talking about asian people working in showbiz but i feel like this just applies in a very general way to people who like it there was just no process probably for you to like make mm-hmm. it or for anybody to, to 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 have like coming out and feeling good and safe about it publicly to be an inevitable inevitability yeah. like now it just is inevitable if you are queer if you are sort of like self-defining in that way like it's hopefully people feel somewhat comfortable with that or it's not it doesn't feel like this high risk thing in the way that it used to be right. but like I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, as soon as you brought up Eminem, I'm like, oh, of course, mm-hmm. like that, that would completely discourage anyone who worked at MTV to want to like publicly say, by the way, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's it was just... a, um, I remember, I remember this. I remember on Say What Karaoke, somebody did it like a Britney or a Christina or something and her navel was out and all that and whatever. And I said, uh, I said something like. Uh, you know, the straight boys are going to love this or whatever. And my uh-huh. and my producer in my ear was like, let's take that again. And I said, why? Because you're, you you you're straight, Dave. <laughs> Basically, yeah. She was like, you said all the straight guys, just say all the guys. And I was like, okay. And I did. And I don't, I you know, I could have dug my heels in yeah. and I did. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, that's okay. No. It's weird. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's not I, weird. I'm looking, I'm looking at it's 1999 not. with you know, a, a 2021 filter on it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, not, of course things were not then the way they are now. And sometimes so, I think, whatever, I think but. with time we forget what it was like at that time, but yeah. it was suffocating and it was yes. also not something because at that time, 
if you had been an MTV VJ, which you were, and mm-hmm. Eminem is the most played artist and most pushed artist. I mean, there was a time where he truly ruled the channel. I, mean, I think yeah. we all remember it. Oh, yeah. And you are to say you're gay. It's almost like you're speaking out against him. You yeah. know what I mean? Because he was so he made such a part of his thing that yes. he was homophobic that anyone gay like is naturally at odds with him and therefore like, you know, an enemy of his and critical of him. Yes. And that is a dangerous game to start playing when you totally. need to be the fa- one of the faces of the channel. Yeah. And then you're at odds with your place of work. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. It's nothing but trouble. Uh, but yeah, but so, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was like out and, you know, bringing boyfriends to events and stuff. It just didn't quite register, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. a different time, a different time, a different era. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position 
warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer? Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Oh, there's that new oyster place. You are never going to get it out of me. It's just not going to happen. Like nice oyster or found oyster. Was it found oyster? It wasn't found oyster. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I will tell you after. But the thing is, like, I have to be able to go back there again. And I just, I don't want them to struggle. Like, especially during this time of COVID. I can't Uh, be doing that to a restaurant. I can't Levada a restaurant. I just can't. Everybody's holding on by their fingertips. I'm excited for their show where they saw an alien. Did you guys see that there's a Demi Lovato show on Peacock where they saw an alien? No. It's a documentary. It's like a reality show. <laughs> it's what is it called? We have called to, I I have to find alien. what it's called. But there it's literally coming out. We love Demi Lovato love. here. Mm-hmm. I just think there's a lot of there's a lot happening right now with them and it's interesting. I, I It's an announcement they, a week, it feels like. <laughs> yeah, or like a new project. And mm-hmm. which is not to say that all of like all, their life experiences in the last few years have been like, you know, sort of like press release. Yes. <laughs> That's, yes. Oh my God, what am I? No, well, I'm not. But you know, but like, <laughs> I like, I've been asked three separate times to be like on a YouTube show of theirs on a different yeah. YouTube show in the last, I would say six months. And I'm like, Wait, I can't keep up with like how many things Demi yeah. Lovato is like starting. What are you, JoJo Siwa now? <laughs> this is, by the way, JoJo's absolutely stomping it out on Dancing with the Stars with a female partner. Is that true? Partner. I have not, I have oh, not watched uh, it. Uh, it is. It's lovely to to watch. So this is just. This came out three hours ago on page six. Demi Lovato believes something is out there. Uh-oh. The 29-year-old pop star claims they once had a close encounter with extraterrestrial beings in Joshua Tree, California, a.k.a. they got really high. You did mushrooms. <laughs> and the out-of-this-world <laughs> experience was mind-blowing. <laughs> Quote, We went out into the desert in Joshua Tree, and I basically saw this blue orb that was about 50 feet away, maybe less, and it was kind of like That's floating above alien. the ground, just like 10 or 15 feet, and it was kind of keeping its distance from me. It was a beautiful and incredible experience. <laughs> and this anecdote came while they were promoting their new Peacock series, Unidentified with Demi Lovato, wow. in which they attempt to uncover the truth about UFO phenomena alongside sister Dallas Lovato and best friend who we actually love and shout out Matthew Scott Montgomery. So he's on the show as well. But this is a real thing. Demi Demi believes they saw an alien in Joshua Tree. An orb. I also don't want to insinuate that they were high because they're famously sober. What I mean is a lot of things. Right, California sober. (laughs) That is true. But a lot of things go down in Joshua Tree and they're not necessarily aliens. That's all I have to say. That is that, that was elegantly said. It was beautifully said. <laughs> you did not Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato just there. No. Right. You did not I did. I, I Demi Lovato, Demi Lovato, but a second ago where I was like, not everything is a press release. I, mm. I take back what I said. No. I just feel like there's no. just a lot of Stick output. To your guns. There's, just a, there's just a lot of output. But I mean, Matt and I have constant check-ins being like, wait, Demi, <laughs> Demi Lovato is the one. Demi Lovato so constantly proves themselves to be the one that 
it constantly provokes a conversation. And yeah, this, this is, is a true yeah, star. Exactly. This article <laughs> says Demi Lovato went on to say, I love that halfway through the article, they're still, they're not saying Demi, they're saying Demi Lovato <laughs> went <Yeah>. on to say <laughs> that their encounter changed the way they see the world. You have an inkling and then all of a sudden that inkling is confirmed. The singer explained, it changes your reality for sure. Oh, wow. my God, Demi. Beautiful. Unexplained, Speaking Demi Lovato. <laughs> unexplained. Speaking of um, people in the conversation, well, we just, we just, I mean, we just, Matt and I just want to know what, Dave, you think of the latest in the Britney Spears saga. Okay, so I have not yet seen the news. new documentary. Me neither. I watched me it. Neither. Okay, what can you tell us? Basically, all it colors in is the fact that the surveillance, it, it really like um, sort of focuses on the surveillance aspect of her conservatorship, where mm-hmm. basically it's revealed that she was basically never alone. She was followed constantly. All of her conversations were monitored. And if she was going to have a conversation or an interaction with someone, it had to be scheduled. And all of those were monitored. Basically, she was watched 100% of the time. Like people, Overprotected. It, it, yeah, like overprotected. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe, honestly, she that was a little bit... No, that was before, but... Maybe yeah. it was a premonition that she had. It was a premonition, unexplained. Um, but that's really what the documentary says. Is on top of everything you saw, the surveillance which was not covered in the documentary um, as intently as everything else was really out of control. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, um, obviously I'm pleased that Brittany seems to be on her way to being freed. does seem to be happening curiously quickly though. Mm -hmm. Seems like everything was moving very slowly for a very long time. And I don't know if it was, if like Jamie Spears, it's just senses that the public, tide has turned or whatever or if that's even meaningful to him or if there is something sneaky going on where it's just like you don't want it great we're taking it away and then the first like the moment she does something Mm -hmm. publicly kind of questionable or whatever it'll be like see you know what i mean i interesting interesting you know to that to that end i don't because i don't i don't think anyone's gonna leave her alone when she is able to like move about freely that's mm-hmm. th- that's going to be like the last truly valuable paparazzi shot is her like out in the oh, world you know what God, i mean you're right which sucks talk about like looking back at 1999 <laughs> from 2020 and 21 mm-hmm. like those things and the woodstock 99 and and all that it's like the, that world which is like you know the world that i was young in is like disgusting disgusting like the way that we spoke to her was disgusting the 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 you know uh guy from the offspring coming out and bludgeoning uh the backstreet boys in effigy on stage in front of tens of thousands of people is like that's disgusting and that shit is all tons better than the stuff that i was a teenager during Mm -hmm. Uh that like you know all of the every teen comedy in the 80s is like ends with a crowd-pleasing sexual assault you know yeah, right like right. that's fu- it's just it's it's just wild to look back at it now and i can't help but feel a little a little disgusting yeah but anyway. sure yeah has it gotten any better i mean ha- i feel like that just sounds like 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 i don't know like attacking something in effigy feels very now too mm. I, don't, I don't know yeah, i can't babe. think of an example yeah but it's i don't know i just i hear what you're saying bo and i think i often think that 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 stuff happens privately now and it happens in like yeah. channels that we don't see because again it happens on social media and it it happens so intensely and so 
so severely that like we almost like it, it, it it's it is happening it's just because it's like that mob mentality of like that sort of fanatical like following of someone that's mm-hmm, famous mm-hmm. like that all that all the energy gets funneled into online now and so now it's like yeah. it's even scarier in a way because it can live in a private place where only the attacked can see it oftentimes right. sure, sure. or like it happens in a way where only the attacked understands the volume with which it's coming at them so that's mm-hmm. i think what makes it so intense now but i don't think it went away i think yeah, yeah. it's true it's interesting that you think and i agree with you that that would be that that getting that paparazzi shot of britney post freedom would be like the last valuable paparazzi photo which makes mm-hmm. me think wow has anything fundamentally changed she's still as vulnerable as she was Probably, you know 15 yeah. years ago or, or however long ago and it's like i mean obviously it would, it's a better circumstance for her not to be in this conservatorship that's something that everybody agrees on i think mm-hmm. and i feel like politically i'm, I'm like is it even that it it's so obvious that it's like who, who would you be if not a contrarian if you were like i actually think she should stay in the conservatorship but right. i'm just saying like the last valuable paparazzi photo would be of britney out in the wild and people would be mm. like, wow, look, she needs... Yeah, so that's interesting that you are a little suspicious of the pace of this. Yeah. And, and what's... God, what's worse is, like, you know, the the paparazzi industry or whatever is probably not what it once was. You don't see right. them as often. Mm. Um, but now everybody has a phone in their camera. And there are yeah. enough shitty people who will be like, oh, there she is. I'll get the shot or whatever. Um, we get like, I I live in studio city in LA and like the paparazzi show up to the farmer's market to get Mm. a shot of like John Cryer picking out an eggplant or, you know, like (laughs) the good, AKA the good stuff, the good stuff. It's just wild. Like what they will still hide out and hang out to get. It's very, yeah, sure. But in like a Dumois age or whatever comes after, it's like, I mean, who do at this point I have been desensitized fully and i'm like i don't care whoever like i don't care who it is Mm -hmm. it's all it's all just i don't know i have had to um unfollow demois so many times like i keep out of curiosity following again and then i then i just feel my stress level elevate Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i feel my like i i half of the people i don't know who they are i i it drives me nuts that everyone's like anon please and it's like no one (laughs) They never use your name. <laughs> they, yeah. you, you can go ahead and just, that can be silent now. Sure. Um, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm currently not following Dumois. Yes, yes. Uh, neither am I. I don't know about, Good. what Matt, what about you? I am following them, but I just I just think it's like, I, I, I'm not like, I, I don't know, I feel the need to like defend why I'm following them, but I no, shouldn't no, have no. to. Um, it's just for me, sometimes I'm fascinated by who they're featuring, um, mm-hmm. Other times I'm just like there is and look, I'll just cop to this. There is a little part of me that is that that little gay boy that was raised in the 90s and the early 2000s who very much wanted to not be in my circumstance, who looked up to people that were famous for better or worse and um, wanted to be part of that world and was susceptible to that type of culture. And mm-hmm. I think that I'm not alone there. And I think that if we're actually like going to be honest about it a lot of us like who came of age during the time that is being sort of re-examined now so much it feels like the media can't stop with four women in particular Britney Mm -hmm. Spears Monica Lewinsky 
Princess Diana and Whitney Houston. Mm. Now, these were all women who ended up in tragic circumstances that were at the height of their fame during the most vicious time in American media history. Mm -hmm. And I think that like part of, I think, my fascination now and I think everyone's fascination with that time is because we can't believe our own complicity and because we can't believe our own um, ability to be owned by the celebrity tabloid culture as much as we were because it really was mainstream entertainment. Mm -hmm. And so I think that like when I watch like any pieces of media on them now, it's just, there's a little element of it, which I think is funny, which is everyone being like, and can't you believe how horrible this was? And it's like, no, we should all believe it because we were all fed it and we all Mm -hmm. participated in it. it. So it's not this thing where we, like shake our finger and sneer at whatever one entity like Jamie Spears or like whoever it is like, you know, that that we're focusing on as the villain in any of these pieces. We have to look inward too. And how are we going to change our behavior in going forward? And so like, you know, you know, maybe it ends in me unfollowing Dumois and that's the way I do better. Right. But, you know, we're all, no one's perfect in this. Is this, is this the, the subtext behind American Crime Story Impeachment, which Matt is watching very closely? Oh, I was just going to ask. I am watching it. You know, I am watching it. Um, I, I, it's it's definitely interesting. I mean, I think that it's taking obviously an extremely sympathetic um, uh, angle towards Monica, and I right. think that that is both um, in line with the times and also like due to her involvement in as a producer. And I think right. it's pretty honest in terms of like how it happened. You know, he, yeah. he abused his power against her and she was a vulnerable kid yeah. and it, it ended up much worse for her than it did for him. And I'm reminded of, you know, bone and I going to radio city music hall to see Tony Bennett and lady Gaga a few months ago. Day. And he walked in the room and he got a standing ovation from everyone in there. And I'm like, you know, like not to say this, this, not everyone. N- not I everyone. Um, and th- I was like, I, I was like, oh, I'm a little bitch for sitting down for staying. I just didn't clap. No. You know, yeah, I, I just, just didn't like, clap. Yeah. He doesn't need my my clap. No, exactly. Like, and I also feel like you know, it, not to say that the 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 uh, miniseries is you know a work of like nonfiction down. Obviously, no, no, no. it's leaning into some stuff, but you know, it, he's not worthy of applause. The guy. Exactly. The um the the lean cuisine of it all. Oh yeah. Linda Tripp is tons of lean cuisines in a it. A lot of lean cuisine work. And that also makes you see yourself. Because that's yes. another thing. Like if I if I was if, if this was me in the nineties right now, I'd be lean cuisining. Oh yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Lean pocketing. I was lean pocketing well into <laughs> the, the, the early teensies. <laughs> the early teens. Twelve. Wow. wow. At Best Boy. I can't, you said Best Boy earlier. <laughs> and I can't believe that has, that didn't catch on as like, uh, you know, like a yeah. Bed Bath and Beyonce or Tarjay or whatever. I can't Tar- believe we were always sure. calling it Best Boy. Yeah. I know. We really yeah, were asleep boy. at the wheel there, weren't we? You want to know Damn. what? I just think it's because people probably just loved Best Buy too much already. You know what I mean? That's probably it's, true. It's the Best Buy is just too true. That's probably true. It's probably what it is. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it and I'm um, uh, impeachment and and I'm everyone is very I'm curious as to how Hillary will be handled. That's that's another thing. Is they're really dangling the Hillary carrot, bro? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Huh. Who's playing her again? It's um, Edie Falco. Edie Edie Falco. Falco. Right, 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 right. So, you know, 
the Hillary episode is going to be magnificent, but it's just there's going to be a there's going to be a that basically there's going to be a Carmela Soprano like yeah. meltdown moment, yeah. and we yeah. are going yeah. to witness it, and we are going to live Feast. out Hillary dressing down Bill like yeah. a, like anyone would want to that that watched that unfold all those years ago, you know what yeah. I mean? But also, it's just like again, and Hillary is another one of them where it's just like we keep fixating on these women and it's just like it's because we can't deal with the fact that we've like treated them so badly and like the world has been so misogynist in in terms of how we know them you know what i mean it's really interesting yeah oh but i congratulations thank you on what today is promotion day (laughs) yes but like we said it's just it's just it's it's mostly just ceremonial and who gives a shit that's great Congratulations. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, I've Dave. always been curious about this. How <laughs> do you feel the like right when you're about to start up? Again? Uh to be totally honest, I feel very nervous. I'm mm-hmm. just I, I I felt like I had a nice solid week after wrapping this movie that Matt and I did with Joel Kim Booster. Again, congratulations. Thank you. Between that and starting up work again this week, I had a nice week of just like pure stillness mm-hmm. and bliss and it was like it was something that i was craving all summer and then now i mean we went back into 30 rock today I was uh, to get tested and then i ran into some people and I, I mean saw like a lot of like like crew guys and i was like oh wait this is nice like it was just nice to be like hey like how was your summer you look great like all these things um but then it was it's it's just been in the um saying out loud things that i would only say when the season is on like yeah, anyway, I just got this idea noodling around and, um, you know, let, let it, let, like, um, let's work on something. Like, just like, th- like little micro expressions. Mm-hmm. I, I can't think of too many right now, but like, I, but now, like, those are, for lack of a better word, triggering. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now my body, like, somatically, I'm like back in this, like, place of being like, oh, this is uncomfortable or this is nerve, this is nerve wracking. But, uh, talking to a lot of other people and they're just like, and I think, I think, 80 Brian in particular is just like, let's just like, let's just try to like healthily detach as much as possible, which okay. I think is the way to go. Okay. Yeah. I'm just always curious. Like, it, it, are you preparing your body for? He you sure know? is. Okay. I did a meditation. I did him. What does that mean? Nothing. What does that mean? Bowen got laid a bunch last week. Oh, All right. Stop. <laughs> stop it. Bowen's it body is ready. That's not preparation. Yes, it, it is, is, Mama. Sexual preparation. It's getting your body absolutely taken care of for the moment where you step on stage in front of millions and everyone yeah. watching at home said, he has sex. Mm, there is a glow. I wondered if it was a ring light. Stop. He came it's- on this with, he was wearing no glasses. I was like, are we doing no glasses? Absolute bow and yang face to face. And he said, let me put them on. I was like, but you look stunning. And it's the- because he has the glow. You got that glow. The only preparation aspect of that is that it's like, well, I know I'm not going to, I'm not going to have sex when the show is like, it's just, I, I, will, I will be too stressed out for the next eight months, which is fine. He was getting just, it in while mm-hmm. he could. Get Stop. it in while and you can. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, um, and my, 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 my body, I did a meditation yesterday. I don't know if it helped. I feel like it's just me like beating the tide back and there's like a tidal wave coming. Right. But it's, it's fine. It's fine. Very I was going to ask something. Thank you. Um, oh, oh, oh. Is it very interesting to us that like the four women that Matt named off, Diana, Whitney, Brittany, and Monica. I said Ms. Monica. Like that they are from like a similar 
time period and that we're still fixated on them? Is it that there's been this like 20 year cycle or 20 year sort of like mm. Mm, turnaround on it where culturally we're interested in that specific time in like culture? Or is it that like they are the last sort of stalagmite, whatever calcified thing in like an intense scrutiny of like pop cultural figures that like they've remained that like they're the last we have like re- they're the last thing that we remember being this um unified in our like unanimous fascination yeah. Every, yeah. Part yeah. Of unanimous everyone's with, experience yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah yeah i mean it's it is the you know it's the cycle like they're up in the mm-hmm. cycle for sure and then also yeah i mean it, it that is there is nothing that we all know about now mm-hmm. there, not exactly but there's not a ton that we god so fucking 20 years from now It'll be, you know, even more fragmented. It'll be weird. More. No, just the things that we're going to be looking back on. You know, yeah. the, the Ryan Murphy uh, prestige <laughs> series of the the twenty forties yeah. uh, and late twenty thirties about you know the Trump years and all that is going to be is going to be no. Yeah, it's weird yeah. to see like because there used to be like obsession with the nineties, sure, but I feel like something's happened in the last like five years where the 90s have truly become retro like the 90s have truly become like another time it used to feel like 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 the 80s were i feel like we've officially moved on maybe we've literally moved into a new decade and so this is true but it feels retro now and like from a far away distant land for the first time ever and i feel like that's why we're seeing so much content about it because it's the first time that that all feels nostalgic maybe yeah but it's not it's not even nostalgia anymore it's like here's the underbelly which yeah. like we have which, like back during like early BuzzFeed days when it was like for millennials it'd be like remember how fun that time was and now it's right. like no everything was fucked up <laughs> yeah yeah I mean Bella, yeah. do you remember we had a sketch about this in Pop Roulette yeah I mean you guys it's a Matt Rod or Sudi Green sketch you, you, you and oh was Sudi this before it? you were in the group so this we did this sketch I was in the group. Where it was like it was like in the vein of like a BuzzFeed like like, like it was like a kids bop music video which was like yeah. them talking about 90s stuff and it was just like <laughs> oh remember Tang oh friends like and it was just like you know like and then we'd sneak in like the like Unibomber not the Unibomber Kosovo like, like Kosovo or like um, yeah. you know Oklahoma City Bomber that's what I meant to say <laughs> yeah, and yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the 90s were actually a fucked dark time and Truly. so much was passed off as like whatever and then you look right. back and it's like Lou Pearlman managed so many of those kids uh-huh. you know Ooh, what I mean we yeah like yeah. what yeah 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 R. Yeah. Kelly but convicted to, to literally today, today. like, and I, like this was getting released on Wednesday but we're recording on Monday but I mean like that I mean, you couldn't get a bigger, one of the biggest artists of the 90s there. Just like, it's weird. Michael Jackson, it's all weird. It's like the curtain gets eventually pulled back and it feels like it's getting pulled back on that time period hard right now. Yeah, yeah. None of of it's good news. No. No. It's never good news. It's never the surprising good news behind that thing that you're doing. No. Like, imagine if it, yeah, imagine if it was like, oh my God, Nick Carter... (laughs) donated a billion dollars <laughs> to yeah. charity yeah. Yeah. you know like no. like you wish it was that no. no it's aaron carter gets a new face tattoo yeah 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 for sure oh, maybe that but like that's like the focal but i feel like the focal the focal length like oh it's it takes you know let's just throw out a number random number 20 years for us to like really examine this in the most not honest way but in a way that makes sense in context with like the current culture we live in it's mm-hmm. like I, is that getting is that getting shorter and shorter? Like I don't know, but um, as we talk about 
historic culture in our lives. Yes. Should we ask Dave the question? Yes, we should. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick-and-mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn, and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for where you want to get framed. I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Matt, you asked. Okay, so Dave. Yes? This is maybe um, 
one of the most important questions you'll be asked. So this is the cornerstone of our of our really let's just call it what it is podcast here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the seed we, from which a, a mighty tree has grown. Yes, very very yes. much so. Yeah. And so that seed, that question is, what was the culture that made you say culture was for you? Ooh. So that 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 pop culture, that just general culture, whatever you can think of that made Dave Holmes, Dave Holmes. We'd love to hear that. Mm. I I think it was Annie. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. Wow. Yeah. This in fact, I know it was Annie. Away. Oh, one oh. of the best songs ever and doesn't get the credit. Oh no, it doesn't. Tomorrow gets all the gets all the gets all, all the, the credit attention. and then little girls, but really maybe is giving you something you could feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, uh, that was what year? 1977? Must be. Something like that? The, the, the movie? No, no. The, uh, the original Broadway. The original Broadway. Production. The OBC. The OBC. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. I did not see it, but my parents did. Uh, my dad was in New York for work a lot and, uh, and they saw it and I, and I guess I was already presenting as like one of those, one of those boys. One of know? those, is he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, although that was not like, that was probably not what they were thinking, but uh, you know, whatever. Right. Like, well, anyway, they saw it and they were like, <laughs> Dave would love this. I was yeah. six. Uh, sure. And, uh, and they came home with that, uh, you know, OBCR. Right? Sure. And, uh, the R, and you got the R. Got the R. And I played it constantly and it was my favorite thing in the world and I had never seen it. I just read the, you know, like it was a gatefold sleeve and it had, you know, it talked to you, you the know, plot. beat by beat through the story. And then, yeah. you know, Miss Hannigan uh, bemoans her fate, little girls, whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. and I just loved it. And I was like, I don't know what this is, but I want to be a part of it somehow. Mm-hmm. I eventually mm-hmm. got to see it at the Muni in St. Louis. They do like uh, uh, yeah. an outdoor wow. theater. Probably was a great production. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it dazzled the shit out of a nine-year-old me on a, mm-hmm. on a you know, muggy August night getting yeah. bit up by mosquitoes. Um, it, it, I, it just, it, it, it like, it was like, okay, this is, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is, um, I didn't really early on, like I read very early and, but I was never all that good a student. I have attention issues. We now know. And, uh, and I, and I certainly was not an athlete and I didn't, I just kind of didn't know where I fit. And then I, I was like exposed to theater and I mm. ultimately did not go down the musical theater road, but, but it, but that just knowing that it was like people come together and like put on a show every mm. night is, was like, I don't, I don't know what that is, but I need to, I need to step into it. It was, it was a very short step from Annie to the music man, mm-hmm. which I absolutely step loved and cannot wait to see on Broadway with Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. I saw my first, like, I think it was just on Instagram, like, my first ad for, I was like, really? okay, and I'm, I'm thrilled to go to the Winter Garden someday soon next year. Mm. Um, wow. And so, Annie, do you, I mean, are you particularly attached to that original, that OBC? That I haven't listened Broadway to it cast? in ages, but yeah, but it was, that was, like, my, that was the first thing that was, like, my thing, you know? Sure. Um, and uh, I wrote a letter to Andrea McArdle, did you? Uh, she wrote back. She did. Oh, oh did you? well. Somebody did, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was Parent typed. Guardian. She signed Andrew or something Staff. signed Andrew a Staff. name. Wow, uh, yes. yeah, epic. Yeah, I had it up on my uh, bulletin board for ages. 
And it was just, yeah, I, I was, I was just dazzled by the idea of like spectacle, you yeah. know, because that, that was kind of the first of it that I was exposed to. And then, you know, in the mid seventies, you had all of this, um, you had, you know, Cher and Carol Burnett and, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and all of these like, you know, women of sketch comedy doing, right. just doing awesome shit. And variety. I, I was, that was a big big era for that big oh huge variety time um by the way like that is essentially all that we do now uh socially since (laughs) lockdown remember things is remember things (laughs) now we have we have people over to the backyard ben set up a a little projection area just outside my office in the backyard and when the sun goes down we, we have like friends over we've been doing it safely since you know since covid started but I'll start like a, a collaborative YouTube uh, playlist and send uh, the link love. to everybody. And then we just sort of start adding Roll stuff and it, it becomes just like, so it's like music videos and live performances yeah. and old comedy sketches and like, you know. That's such a great idea. That's such, a, great that's idea. such a fun thing. So much fun. It's so much mm. fun. And it's like, it's, it's so we're, we're doing a lot of reliving of the, of the 70s and 80s. Dance mm, fever and solid gold and, you know, wow. it's, there's, there's a world out there for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I've I've never said this out this kind of statement out loud, but like I really probably would have picked the seventies if I could have lived in any other era. Really? But I, I I've never actually like entertained this question before. But now right. I'm like, but hearing like, but anytime someone talks about the seventies, I'm just like, you know, of course another period of darkness and awful things. Right. But like in terms of the culture, mm-hmm. and even though like they're like. I there I don't know how it would have worked with me as an Asian person like fitting in there because I talked to like people like Lori Tanchin who were around and like adults and creative people like in the 70s mm-hmm. as Asian people and they were like oh yeah like we never were a part of these things but like I feel like I would have just been in heaven yeah like yeah. heaven heaven anyway yeah. not, not to not not to bring that the the race thing in but uh <laughs> I feel like okay. I'm gonna make a controversial statement and say um, the ni- the 1999 film version of Annie has a great cast. Is that I Kathy never Bates? Did see it. It's Kathy Bates. It's Alan Cumming. It's Victor yeah. Garber. Kristen yeah. Chenoweth. Audra, Audra, uh, Kristen Audra McDonald. It's like got like a, a fucking. It stacked does have cast. a stacked cast. I, I I was just thinking like, but you must have been gagged though as like a Carol Burnett fan to watch her truly yeah, watch, body the role oh, of Mrs. Uh, Hannigan. Like, so of good. course, of course. Yeah, I'm I'm not as connected to the movie. I think I you know it was a That's little funny, bit older. Yeah. I was like, she is no Andrea McCardle. She's no. Aileen Quinn. We love her. She's a treasure. But Aileen I, Quinn. Yeah. I never. Yeah, I think I was a little too old by the time the movie came out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but I just and I, that's a pure that's a purest connection you have. That's I think to Annie. exactly what it is. Love it. But yeah, I mean, and, and there there was um, it, it was partially that spectacle was happening but it was also partially that i was seen in that way by my folks mm-hmm. you know what i mean like, oh, yeah. like it was interesting um it, it was like okay we're kind of the person that you are is sort of starting to come together and this might be this might be a, a piece of the puzzle and it was you know um and, and at around that time um in the late 70s my oldest i have two older like brothers much older and uh the oldest of them went off to college in 79 and came back that Christmas with like the best records of all time oh, because it wow. was, you know, it was the clash and talking heads and television and, and like all of this stuff and like party mixtapes and whatever. And, and I was eight or something and suddenly knew about the clash, yeah. which is like, yeah. that was like, Oh, this, this is, this is the other half. Like I, I not only love it without understanding any of it, but yeah. I, but 
it is also a thing that nobody else my age knows. And it's totally. like, this is a key to a an identity that I'm trying to unlock, you know? This is so, this is so interesting. I think more people should own up to doing this. Like sometimes you're given something and you are, you kind of do force yourself to like it, whether or not yes. you understand it. So I, I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't mean to speak for you, but as an eight year old, and you just said like, you didn't fully understand, you couldn't fully comprehend what the clash was. And yeah. you were like, well, this is someone, someone I look up to likes it and is giving it to me or is like letting, is exposing is it to me in some not way. aware that I'm borrowing it when he's at work, but yes. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Yeah. But like, was, what, was that, am I projecting or was that something you were doing? Like you were like, this is, I, I'm told this is good and therefore I will force myself to like it. Yes, it definitely, it had a seal of approval. Uh, yeah. It was a thing to talk about uh, yeah. with him. Um, which, you know, as a little brother, you're always looking for. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah and, and it was like, it was esoteric, you know, but that's it actually, just, like, yeah, esoteric. Yeah. But Cla- the clash is actually good. It's like, oh, it's the, not like yeah. you were like wrong. Right. 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 And you know, all of this is very, you know, it, it's, everyone knows about it now, but back then it was just, it just felt like uh-huh. this is, this is from a different place. And I, and I, I want know. to be in that different place. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, now that oldest brother, it, like has a preset button for Fox news in the car, which is. A difficult thing to watch. Yeah, that's sort of the risk you run when someone is showing you the Clash albums when you're a kid, as they could exactly. grow up and put on Fox News. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. It's a risk, but yes. but that is so interesting because 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 just knowing you, like you don't get to become you don't get to just become this encyclopedic fount of knowledge about music and about right. all this stuff. So you had from a very early age a fixation on not just music but like music information, music history. Um, music culture so because you were sort of being exposed by by these records and that 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 type of deal would you say yeah for sure yeah and and it was just it was like i i can't impress on you enough like how much it was just like something to do yeah yeah you know something yeah. to be i was you know i i was always in small catholic schools right? right and it's like and you there aren't a whole lot of boxes to be in you know right mm-hmm. and uh and so it was like you know, th- I was fascinated by it anyway, but it also like immersing myself in in it and knowing a lot about it and whatever was like it became a thing. The thing that I did, I right. remember there there was uh, like the the toughest kid in our class in seventh grade, like the mat the hugest like football playing kid. Um, we we're in the locker room, and I had like probably had like a clash button on my jacket or something, and mm. uh, and he looked at me, and I didn't even know he knew. I mean, it was a small school; we all knew who each other was. But he uh, he looked at me and he was like, "You're a punk rocker, aren't you?" And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm a punk rocker. 100% was not. <laughs> but like, but it was like, if you think so, then yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Like, if that, if that like gives me an identity in your eyes, then yes. It's really important at that time. You know it's what I so mean? It, it's to have that thing that people can associate you with mm-hmm. so that they have a thing to associate you with. So yes. that it was mm-hmm. so, and, and hopefully it's not a bad thing. You know right. what I mean? Like, right. I remember at that age, like, my older friends that were a little I, I didn't have any older brothers or sisters I, I made friends with older kids that were on the cross country team with me and mm. they gave me a lot of music that they were listening to and it mm. was like it, w- it was like I had to do homework to get to know it so that I could have a common language to speak with them outside of just you know whatever but yes. th- a lot of things I realized I really liked I found through that like you know yeah. what I mean like it's I just remember you know I would never have started listening to the Foo Fighters had right. had my older friends not said like you have to listen to the food fight food fighters I just wouldn't have yeah. my natural inclination is to listen to Christina Aguilera so it's like of course at that age so it's just different and it did 
it varied me up a little bit because you just want something to right. you know talk about and, and like be involved with and then all of a sudden it turns out you like it and have a talent for it in your case well two things one did you say food fighters because you're still mad at oysters no, did I say food fighters? You did no. once say food fighters. No, yeah. I said, come on, don't do that to you me. You said food fighters. You are a fucking uh, jerk. I can't. Dave Holmes, you are not going to come on to this podcast and say I Matt Rogers said you what food fighters. You did once say food fighters. And I, Bowen, I know you don't think they're I called say food, food fighters. fighters. I'm not sure, but I heard the we'll, most we'll recent the time you back. said food. Well, we can run the tape back, but the most <laughs> recent time you said food. Foo Fighters, and I'm almost positive there was no deal. Foo Fighters is, I know what they're... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dave. Well, it was in the middle. And by the way, if that was some uh, third attempt to get me to say the name of the restaurant, I will not it do it. it was. I will not do it. It was. Damn it. Uh, oh, boy. Transparent, transparent. Um, second thing, if I told you my Christina Aguilera story. No, we need to know. No. Okay. Okay. All right. So, and then wait, I, I, we want to dig into TRL too, but I want to know about okay. Christina. Okay. All right. Well, it, it's it's at it's there. Okay. It all takes place. There. Okay. At her apex. A lot of it takes place there at her apex. Um, okay. So ninety nine Aprilish ninety nine. Genie in a bottle is out. It's not yet. <gasps> it's, so maybe it's March when this happens. But it's like it's before that that record has come out. Okay. And her label, which I think was RCA, um, did yes. a thing. In um, in various cities, where um, they would bring her at like get a like a nice room in a hotel, and like play the electronic press kit, the EPK, whatever, yeah, like the, the quick EPK. little mm-hmm. five minute montage about who she is and what she's going to do and all that. And then she would come out, and there would be a piano player, and she would sing a couple of standards, and then work the room. Right. Okay. So uh, I went to the one in New York. There were like a few of us from MTV went to the one in New York, and and none of us knew her yet. She had not. I was not familiar with the Disney, you know, song or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she was a brand new artist to me, and it was just, you know, oh, because Mulan, because Mulan had just had just come out. I yes. guess it had, but yeah. you were, but you, but you weren't familiar. But that she had already sort of like sung reflection. Been right, yes. Did okay, not great, watch great, great. Uh, Mickey Mouse Club. Was not familiar uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, with her from that. You did not know her. Period. Did not know her. Did from not know Adam. Her. Okay. Did not from know Adam. her from Adam. <laughs> uh, uh, so th- I go to the thing. She does the thing. And then goes to work the room after. And, and of course she's, you know, got an incredible voice and all that kind of thing. Right. So, um, so she's, she gets to the MTV table and, um, and she, and we talk to her for a minute and she goes, well, you know, my, my single's coming out in a, in a few weeks. And then the album after that, I'm going to be all over your network this summer. And I was like, great, good luck. You know, hope to see you, whatever. Um, and then, okay. So that was the summer that we went, uh, that we spent in the Bahamas, if you're oh, like uh-huh. Isle of MTV, like the summer house was fully in the Bahamas. Oh, on Paradise mm-hmm. now the my horniest thing you could watch on television. At the, time. Oh, the absolute horniest <laughs> thing you could watch on television. Yeah. Um, and, and the story, the storyline behind the summer programming was that we all took a boat there <laughs> and, and then Fred Durst blew it up with no. dynamite with like I one remember. of these things. <laughs> yeah. Like oh a Bugs God. Bunny cartoon, like an Acme <laughs> Like Love thing it. of dynamite, right? So, <laughs> like during a performance of Nookie or something, he like goes and oh, the, the yeah. boat blows up, and then we're stuck there oh for the summer. Whatever. So Fred we literally Durst. are in the Bahamas Not for that nookie. entire summer, oh, and uh, and we're because it's ninety nine. Um, we're kind of cut off from the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we yeah. had no. There was one production office that had like one dial up connection to the internet. 
and like everyone would use it to like check their email, whatever. You would get yesterday's USA Today at the hotel for you know seven fifty. Mm-hmm. So it was like you we had no idea what was going on in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and during that summer, the the single came out and the album came out and they blew up and they went to number one and she was all over the network. And uh, so then at the end of that summer, we then go back to New York. My first assignment is um, like a VMA's preview special with her where we're going to be on a, a horse-drawn carriage going around Central Park. Also a thing Love we it. don't do anymore. And uh, <laughs> so I go so I go um, into the makeup room uh, first thing that morning, and it's, you know, like my colleagues who I haven't seen in months and whatever, and so we're like catching up, and Christina's there, and I was like, hey. And she goes, oh, it's you. I need to talk to you. And she like dismisses uh, the makeup people, which are not her makeup people, <laughs> um, like sends oh. them out of the room, closes the door behind her, and she goes, do you remember meeting me? And I said, yeah, the Four Seasons, the thing. It was great. And she said, do you remember what you said to me? What? And I said, I don't. And she said, uh, I said my single and my video were coming out and I was going to be all over your network this summer. And you said, good luck. <laughs> she thought you were being shady? Yes. Were and you? And I was like, no. <laughs> and you no. Re- and she remembered. To a child. No. <gasps> um, she misremembered. Well, or she, you know, she might have been that's insecure the filter she puts put on that things. on. Yeah, maybe she. Was I mean, just... she was very young, and we all know the the early years were. How were did difficult. you make it right with her in that moment? I mean, it was the end of the summer, summer beach. Yeah, so I said, um, I was. She said, and I think you owe me an apology. <gasps> oh, and I said, uh, I was actually wishing you luck when I said, when I said good luck. <laughs> what I was doing was wishing you luck. Um, because this is, you know, we all know how crazy this business is. And I was, I was wishing you luck. And, uh, and I said, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to apologize and we have to get this, we have to get this day started. And so like, I opened the door as I remember it and the, got our makeup done. And then we spent the rest of the day on a fucking horse drawn carriage. And did it go good? It was fine. I guess she shook it off or whatever. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I love horses. Ha ha. Yeah. (laughs) I but love Christina. Yeah. He's so out of control. It was just like, I feel, you know, I, I, I think, you know, what, this, this is, is a long time ago, but it's like, what I couldn't believe was just like, this is, you are, you are in the middle of the most exciting time in your life. And yeah, and that's what you're holding on to, you know? Ooh. Well, that's, I mean, look, it says a lot. I mean, it just, it yeah. just goes to show like, and then it's so funny because I don't know. Just like you, you think that with more fame or worth more money or whatever, like you're going to like lose, like, like you're not going to still be you, you know, yeah. or like there's still going to be yeah. those things that you, that not you, that, that th- those private little flaws or whatever, you know, it's just, it's just interesting. You never stop being you. Wherever you go, there you are. Of course. When you set a goal or when you're like, when you have a dream in your mind, it is happening to a better you. Oh. A you that is ready for it. You oh know my what I mean? god! And it isn't ever. It is happening to the you that is. That you now. are. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, down to like any kind of like um, you know, hey, let's go, let's go for a sunrise surf in Malibu. Mm-hmm. Great. Tomorrow, me is going to love that idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like, and then your alarm goes off, and you're not. To, you're yesterday, you. No. Yeah. You're the you yeah. that went to bed, and you're going to turn off your alarm and go right back to sleep. Um, anyway, so I, I'm sure she's worked all that shit out. I will say this. Um, so we did that for the day 
and then and then there was a there was a TRL that was live and she was the 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 guest mm-hmm. and she performed and whatever and I came back in and again back in the makeup room um she was like how many more people were outside today than usual and I was like I don't I don't what do you mean so uh, yeah, I mean how, like what percentage more people were out in Times Square than you would usually see there and I was like I don't, she I don't want an know. analytics yeah <laughs> So, like, what percentage of the people who were there had signs for me? I, I don't know. Wow. Christina, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, you know, that's my Christina Aguilera story. She would have been a great. Um, that's a fantastic story. First that's of all, so we should say this is why Dave Holmes is like a true one of the best pop culture storytellers we have, which makes him a great journalist oh, in you. that way as well. I'll call out a why. child. <laughs> 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 I am not afraid. To put a child on blast for their behavior <laughs> when they were a child. Ugh, I mean, going but through this the, is the trauma thing. of early fame. We're <laughs> all complicit in this. When, it, when, it, like, if we think about Britney, we were yeah. all like mistreating this child. Yeah. Anyway, by the whatever. way, have they recut the Madonna Britney Christina performance from the VMAs? Like, if what's you, the original cut? What's well, the original cut? Originally, you didn't see Madonna kiss Christina because the camera was on Justin. That's right, Justin. Now it's on him Justin. for like a split second, but you do catch the tail end of the kiss. I have to say this. I remember when I was that age watching it, that mm-hmm. what happened was, feels so good. They kiss Madonna and Britney. Cuts to Je- Justin Timberlake with his... Mm-hmm. Okay, face, mm-hmm. and then it cuts back, and you do for a split second see okay. Christina, Christina and Madonna kiss. kissing, and they pull away. So mm-hmm. I think that it was there. It just okay. again was the media just didn't focus on that. The right. headline was Britney kisses Madonna. Sub mm-hmm. headline also Christina too. Yeah, totally. And Justin has to watch. Right. And anytime, anytime this comes up on the podcast, no I do have to this. share, I do have to share what um, Matt and I have a friend named Colin Cordopassi from college. <laughs> and he always likes to remind us that the next day, Beyonce was reached out to for a comment. And she said that she was disgusted. <laughs> You're kidding. I was no, I'm, yeah, I was disgusted, which I love. Oh, I just love. God. And it, I wouldn't have it any other way. And Beyonce is Beyonce. I mean, like, but Beyonce back then would have, you know, you know, took press and said, oh, here's what I think. <laughs> and disgusted. I was disgusted. What year was that even? 2002, three? It was, it was long ago. Uh, long let's, ago. Let, let me look this up. It was 2003. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 2003. Um, you know Rich Jaswiak? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. He posted a thing yesterday of, uh, of Madonna. It was like a Madam X event. Mm-hmm. And, and it's Access Hollywood is covering it. And they're talking to one of her children. Mm-hmm. This is two years ago when when that album came oh, out. I guess recently they were yeah. talking to David, okay. her son. Yes, yes. yes. And Have I you saw seen this, this clip. Yeah, I saw this clip. Oh my god! I didn't see it. What happened? Well, it's so he's whatever. They're they're talking, and then Madonna enters, and of course the Access Hollywood person wants to talk to Madonna. Yeah. So right. so they're like, oh, David is telling us how funny you are, and David goes, yeah, I was saying, do you remember that time when you asked us to get a sandwich bag, and, and we came back with a giant Ziploc, and you said, who eats a sandwich that big? And she just looks at him and goes, no. <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts on Madame X as of late? Me? 
Madonna. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Madonna. Yeah, no, I'm, you're trying to get out of this one. Who me? Uh, <laughs> Who me? The guest on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hmm, I am waiting for her to be Madonna again. Yeah. I, I am yeah. waiting for her to say, "You catch up to me." Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're exactly right. That's what yeah. it is. It I feel like she's like that. chasing something, and that is never a good look for anyone, especially her. I think yeah. that the industry and the world have has been as cruel and judgmental and critical to her as any of these women that we've mentioned. And she mm. has had always through the decades has had the attitude of I'm unbothered. And then mm. eventually I think she just got worn down and now she just seems like she's just seems bothered. And like she's she's trying to be something that maybe she thinks is going to be relevant or surprising and i feel like i you're right she is instinctually intrinsically that so you wish yeah. that she didn't get clouded by whatever she's clouded by because she mm-hmm. is the coolest bitch she is like madonna she is the only yeah. madonna but yeah. there's something something uh going on my question for you is do you have like a moment you've been around or like person that you've met at a time when dot 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 that that sticks out to you and all your time like being around this stuff mm. um i do have uh well my mind goes to a, a thing that um the random house legal department politely requested that i leave out of my book but you um, can tell I us should, but you I can, probably, you, but you can tell I, us. not on mic i probably shouldn't <gasps> oh um okay okay yeah Part okay. part no, it, it, it's bad. It would get, it'd get people in trouble. It would get but, people in trouble. Yeah, is your book out? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm sorry, Bowen. Oh, I'm sorry, with it. I know. I'm sorry. I, I think you owe me an apology. Okay, I apologize. I was you owe me an apology. Oh my god. <laughs> um, wait, but what about? Well, then give us the second best. You have like I I need an anecdote if you're not going to give me the one. <laughs> <sighs> and what's the question again? Can you repeat the question? Is there like a moment like in music history or person that you've encountered in your experience being around this stuff and doing what you do that stands out to you where you're like, wow, looking back, like that was cool. Like, or looking back, like that was different than anything I've experienced or that person really impacted me in a way where it was like, I'll never forget that. There is a thing that happens when uh, Tori Amos looks at you. I got to interview her once. Wow. Um, I was on, I hosted 120 minutes for like five minutes Mm -hmm. and she was one of the people that I interviewed. And it was like the way, when she looks at you, she is truly looking into you. Like it it is those giant eyes and she just fixes her whole attention on you in a way that most people do not. Yeah. And, um, and I truly was just like, I am, I am being, seen down deep into my soul wow she had that x factor that x factor and and it was like some of these people are not like us you know what (laughs) i mean like (laughs) some of these people are just sort of you know you see you see like someone come through and they got their publicist with them and they make up artists and all that and they're just regular people doing their job like anybody else but it was like oh no tori amos is actually uh like a mystical being she is she's like someone who a a beautiful person Mm -hmm. a beautiful person um also similarly uh prince so we yeah. we did um 
I mean, obviously, he's, of course, the greatest like musician of all time. But we uh, we were going to do uh, like a, a special TRL with him. He, he had he was premiering the video for, I think, the greatest romance ever sold. Mm. Um, not one of his better songs, but whatever. Um, but he came. To, OK, so like if the show was from three to four, the whole hour was like built around him. He was going to be the only guest. We were just going to play Prince videos. And he showed up at like three fifty, mm. right? With a giant entourage, um, including one bodyguard holding on to um, a, a th- like the tub that cheese balls from Costco come in, yeah. emptied of cheese balls, but full of dollar bills because it was the swear jar. <laughs> and if you took the Lord's name in vain, you had to put in a dollar. That was Prince's rule. That was Prince's rule. Is this is this like common knowledge that he had a swear jar with his entourage, or was this something you witnessed? It was a later. It was a, it was a uh, Jehovah's Witness era. I that's see. right. I see. Yeah, and uh, but also Anata Lewis, my fellow VJ, was like in his entourage for the day. It was just sort of like hanging out. I guess they were friendly or whatever. But she was just like, and she's the best. She's super great. But she comes in like in a in like a. A serape? Is that the how you pronounce it? Yeah. Like uh and uh and then like just sat cross legged on the ground and watched and it was like this is like a sort of um earth mother version of this person who I work with <sighs> that I've just never seen. But it's like I don't know. I guess that's what Prince does to you. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. so uh so Prince gets up on stage. Carson Daly is like, Yeah, we were expecting you a little bit earlier, uh, but we're, we're glad you could make it. And Prince says uh, I don't use time. And, uh, I don't Carson use says, time. Oh, okay. Time. Uh, what do you use? And he says, truth. <laughs> and like, I swear to God, I love that. Like all of us were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't use yeah. time. I use truth. It's yeah. truth. That makes sense. Of course. That sounds like a housewives tagline. That was Prince's <laughs> housewives tagline. I don't use oh, time. God. I, don't use I truth. Truth. lived truth. long enough to be a real housewife. Oh, that would have been good I don't use time. I use truth. I use truth. Was the, is the person that you, that random house told you not to talk about, was it Beyonce? Wasn't Beyonce, no. Wasn't Beyonce. Mm, okay. um, I, uh, I, I do remember the original recipe, uh, Destiny's Child. Yeah. Uh, can I, can I ask Farrah you something? And, yeah. Can I ask you something? If I mm-hmm. say the name of the restaurant that gave me food poisoning, will you oh say your thing God. that random house asked you to take what out? What a beautiful... Um, what a great quid pro quo. That yeah. really speaks to me, but no, I tr- I actually would get fine you and other people in trouble. And you know what? As okay, so that means the person was big. Okay, geez, well, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find out later. Can't do it. So, someone huge. Someone huge. Someone who it must become huge. Ooh! It must. It must. Okay. It yeah. must have been Demi Lovato. <laughs> it was not Demi Lovato. <laughs> she was singing to a dinosaur back then. Probably oh, truly right? a Barney for, for what? Well, she was Barney. On Barney. Demi was oh on Barney God. with Selena. That's how they met. That's right. Like you forget. Oh yeah. You forget. A lifelong these babies. I don't I I'm not keeping tabs on their relationship. They are is not it good now, is it bad? I don't think it's I don't think it's great now. But right. um but well, it was at me. one point. Wish them the best of luck. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> but watch your tone when you do it because they'll no that's a hundred percent. Look, yeah, like a hundred percent. Um Listen, this has been uh, incredible. We have to move on to I Don't Think So, Honey. Oh, my God. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly 
bubbly burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey, Los Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use Gift Mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with Gift Mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Bowen, are you feeling ready for the I Don't Think So Honey moment? I am ready for my I Don't Think So Honey. I am too. And uh, I usually do go first. Um, by the way, if you don't know what this is, uh, listening at home, this is a 60-second segment we take to rant against something in pop culture that, you know, it just deserves a ranting. And not to mm-hmm. say, like, you know, it deserved it, you know, but but this thing it did. Um, but when yeah. I'm ready to go, 
This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Mess Hall, the restaurant in Los Angeles where oh. I got my food poisoning. Did you do uh, it? I did Mess it. Hall? I, I have he to tell it. you something. You, go, oh. you're, you guys are we my favorite Mess restaurant. Hall. I love we Mess Hall. We love Mess Hall. Why did you do this to me via my own daughter <laughs> and Oyster? And I was so happy. You should have seen me at dinner. I was at dinner with Joel, Greta, and Sudi, and I was so happy. I was like, what oysters do you have? He was like, East Coast. He was like, well, I was like, which ones? I was doing my whole thing. I was twirling. He said, we have the bar seconds. cats from Virginia. I was like, absolutely bring them over. He there sat down in front of me. They were pretty good. I could never have known. I think what happened is a little piece of ice got on the oyster. You know how that happens sometimes. Anyway, what? I had seven days and seven nights 15, of thunder in the words seconds. of Kimberly Locke. <laughs> and let me tell you, I have lost the seven water's rising and you slipped and under. The water's rising and I'm slipping under. I think Five seconds. And that's one minute. Oh wow. wow. I'm so happy to end up giving giving props <sighs> to one of the best pop songs, Capital B, Capital B, Capital S of all time, Eighth World Wonder Eighth World by Wonder. Kimberly Locke, the second runner up. Um, on American Idol season two. But season yes, two. it was mess hall where I got my food poisoning. I'm sorry. I couldn't hold it in any longer. <sighs> oh, I've been man. confronted. You seem lighter. I, I really, I just, and they are my favorite restaurant. And the That's very, they're wonderful the very first night I got back, I was like, I'd like to go out to my favorite restaurant, Mess Hall. And I went, and here's the thing. It's not their fault, you guys. Sometimes this is just the the risk it that we run everywhere. when we have oysters. And it happened to me. It could happen to you. I certainly don't want to be out here, like, harming the oyster community. But I just want to say, like, you gotta be careful and understand that like, you could get a bacterial infection that, that knocks you the F out. T-F-O. Oh, girl. Wow. Poor thing. We're, we're, we're happy you're feeling better. It was like my blood hurt two days ago. Oh. I can't even explain it to you. Like, I went to the doctor Yikes. and I was like, hi, what's happening? And he was like, okay, so you obviously have like a bacterial infection from the oysters because my COVID test came back negative. Um, but it was really, it, it's been a wild week. And it was because I went to that establishment and I love them so much, but I had to say. Wow. It's okay. I don't know that I would do an oyster from Mess Hall. I like it, but. They I, always I just, have. They always have good ones. Oh no! You not understand, always. Matt. Matt can't resist. Yeah, not always. I can't resist. Clearly, but clearly not. Matt always. can never resist an oyster if he goes to a restaurant. No, I'm usually I, if, the if same they way, have but, them, I hmm. get them. Like, okay. and, and and this is why I'm saying it's equal opportunity. This could be anywhere you get your oysters, even like a seafood restaurant, the house down. Mm. Mm. My favorite place, though. <laughs> luck of the draw. Bad luck of the draw. It's yeah. it's a Russian roulette. Shuck of the draw. Shuck of the draw. Shuck of the draw. Oh my god! A West Coast luck. I never mind. I was going for something. No, I lost my way. I I I stooped so low to do a pun, and I I'm ashamed. Sometimes puns are what people want to hear, though. It's true. It's very true. Do you have an I don't think so honey topic? I do. I do. I'm very excited to hear that. Bowen Yang, this is your I don't think so honey. Your time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Live undried flowers. Why? What am I supposed to do with you when I receive you? I'm supposed to be reminded of my own mortality as I watch you wither and die. Give me dried florals as I'm like I'm holding in my hand right now mm. the whole day. Yes. Is am I doing? I don't think so. Many live flowers because I couldn't think of a topic and I literally looked to my right and saw dried florals. Don't and go thought, right well, now. I guess I got it. Don't go right don't now. Go no, right I'm, now. I'm going to own up to this, but this is actually something that I'm very, I'm actually passionate seconds. about. You can just, you can even say that I was inspired in a, in a, in a, in a, in a real genuine 
inspiring moment Mm -hmm. that I need to, I don't ever send me flowers. If you're listening to this and you have the urge to send me florals, they better be dry from a website like afloral.com where I order all my dried florals. And this is, we're not sponsored by them. This is just my go-to dried floral place. I get to put them in a picture downstairs on my dining room table and I call it a day and they, they'll sit there for years and I'll be so happy with the way my apartment looks aesthetically, florally, whatever. I don't care about this, this, the scent. No, 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 no. Dry (laughs) live florals. This is well over one minute. Hey, hey, guys, I'm stressed ho, ho. out. Hey, hey, ho, you ho. Don't send him florals have got to go. Anymore. The theme song to everyone out there. You don't send mm. flowers anymore. Was that a star? Dried born? flowers. Uh, no, that was no. not a star is born. That was, um, that was Evergreen Annie. For, that was the Annie that the 2018, the mm. one, whatever. Which one? Wait, <laughs> that was the Cameron Diaz about, Annie. <laughs> you know what? You know what's an underrated Annie song? What? Let's go to the movies. Let's go to the movies. I remember watching that as a kid in like the original and like the I don't think like that's in the, the original. Wait, what? It's not in the original. It's not in the original. Okay. It's in it's in the first film adaptation. Oh. And I remember watching that as a kid being like, This is the chicest thing I've ever seen. People it's like it's let's go lot let's go let's all go to the to the lobby wishes <laughs> it was let's go to the movies. It is the most wonderful glamorization of going to the cinema that I've ever that's ever been committed to film Ugh. I think everyone should do themselves a favor and watch let's go to the movies I mean Annie wait I need to rewatch I have not seen Annie in literal decades I'm telling you it will the score will make you absolutely cry I saw the I saw their Broadway revival with Jane Lynch which was pretty good um, as Annie she, and, as yeah, Annie again Anne, Jane, as Annie. Jane played Annie um, <laughs> she was Miss Annigan she was obviously great um, but it really is one of those classic little musicals where yeah. you hear you hear just the I mean tomorrow is a, such a good song but I'm telling you maybe has no maybe, maybe does what the NYC? other girls should have done NYC NYC, NYC. oh and you know what like th- I, that was the first show that I was like wait they do a song that's just the songs that you're gonna hear at the beginning before anything starts <laughs> oh the overture oh yeah, yeah. the overture yeah incredible absolutely like, oh, you that, need an overture oh god I was wowed by that shit. You need an overture. Lord have mercy. I when I saw Funny Girl in on the West End in London, they do a full overture, and it's like it was just, it was the whole score. It felt really? like we're sitting there forever, and the movie does it too. If you put the on does, the Barbra yeah. Streisand Funny Girl from '68, like the first few minutes is an overture, and you're like, oh, I'm at the theater. Wow. Have you seen? Um, okay, so you know how they did the real live Brady Bunch in Chicago in the early '90s. It, oh, it is no. low-key probably one of the most important moments in our culture ever. It was really? uh, very early 1990s. You know who it was? It was um, now Joey Soloway. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Faith and Joey Soloway. Um, and uh, and they just, like, they got all their, you know, weirdo sketch and improv friends together and just did old Brady Bunch scripts, right? <gasps> and they, like, turned them up the tiniest bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, it was the first thing where it was like, um, like it was cool to remember to like know a Brady Bunch episode by heart. Yeah. Like it was a little, <laughs> a little dubious to have that kind of power and knowledge before then, but like this yeah. kicked off that like weird retro thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, um, uh, Carol Brady was Jane Lynch. Mm. Uh, Andy Richter was Mike Brady. Uh, Melanie Hutzel played Jan Brady and then went on to uh, Saturday Night Live where she did that character on Saturday Night Live. But um, you can find it on YouTube, Real Live Brady Bunch. Watch it. Um, 
the moment that Melanie Hutzel walks out as Jan Brady is like, it is the arrival <laughs> of a superstar. Like she oh my God. had like just her look, like the crowd registers her look for two minutes. And then she's just like, hi. And like people <laughs> fucking like, like beach balls are bouncing around the house, people on people's <laughs> shoulders. It's just, it's like you, a celebration, the likes of which you well, have Jan never seen. Jan is one of the great comedic characters. If you can do oh, Jan, yeah. you can, if you can do Jan, you, it's you like if you anything. can sing Alphaba. If you can sing right. Alphaba, you can sing anything. If you can perform <laughs> comedy as Jan, right. you can perform comedy as any old character in the West. But we didn't know that. Then. We didn't know that. Then. We weren't, we took her for we granted. Didn't know. She was just a middle kid. We didn't know. We didn't know. We the, didn't the essential know. problem we didn't with Jan. Know. But yeah, that yeah. was, that kicked essential off. Essential problem her. with Jan we didn't notice. Yeah, you don't notice. That's culture number of 75 the central problem central with problem. Jan, is Jan we didn't notice we didn't notice <laughs> we didn't notice we didn't notice that's her deal wow well matt i would say this is a really really beautifully rich little mm. piece of junket cake of an episode well we have we have still have dave holmes i don't think so honey darling i'm so sorry i'm all over the place <laughs> I, can you tell i'm Boy. so stressed okay that's right Boy. i'm sorry dave, dave i'm sorry Let's Listen, he glows when he gets laid, but you know, but it's like, <laughs> but he's tired. There's a, there's, a, there's a little something. Yeah. There's a, an essential quality that is missing. When I tell them to move my guts around, I don't mean my brain. <laughs> um, let's move my move guts on. around. See, the, people lose me with the guts. Uh, people say that I, I, I would do never. They? Yeah, they do. People oh, say that. Boy. Yeah. And I go, oh, that's that's a lot. Sometimes oh, a lot. I'll be watching a perfectly good porno and like the bottom will say something like, yeah, flood my guts. And I'm like, eh. I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't awful. want to kink shame or whatever. But like the talking about guts is never going to no, be for me. No, 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 Can Contaminate my limbs. No. Isn't that Ugh. awful? I know I'm with you guys. It's disgusting. <laughs> Contaminate um, my limbs. That's, is that even? Oh, oh man. No. Man. Here we go. This oh, is God. dead. You know, you're going to go right into your out of things. Dave, oh, are you ready? Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is this is Dave Holmes' I Don't Think So Honey, and his time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People who spell the word y'all. Y A apostrophe L L. No. What, where? How do you get by in the world, person who does this? What is? Yeah. Oh. What? Yeah. Ya-oh. Yo. It, it, Yo. Let us. Yo. Let's talk about. Let's. Let, let me take you back to. Let's say third grade. Come where on. we learn about our friend the apostrophe and Come what on. she does. She mm-hmm. takes the place of of the the letters, the syllables, the sounds that are taking a break. She steps in. She wants to remind you they're 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 st- they're not gone. They're just taking a break. Mm-hmm. Y'all mm-hmm. is you and all. It's not ya and all. It's no. not yo. Uh, similarly, uh, people who fifteen seconds. Uh, my dog's furious about it. Yeah. Uh, people who uh, say text as the past tense of texted. Uh, like uh, I text you the other day. Are you Tarzan? <laughs> Am I Jane? Who does that? Of, I have minute. a good friend who does that, and I hope he's not listening because it drives me fucking crazy. She texted me yesterday. You are, <laughs> no. are not Tonto. Stop this. That's one minute. <sighs> this is the thing. People also need to stop. I completely agree with you. People need to stop putting a space after an apostrophe if it's just a contraction yes. of 
of, of two what words. What are you doing? What are you Why? doing? You know what would be the worst text ever to get? What? After a threesome, mm. the person <laughs> that everyone fucked says, y'all flooded my guts. Yeah. <laughs> it's spelled Y-A-apostrophe-L-L. Y'all, no. Hope it's okay. Y'all, Horrible. Y'all flooded my guts. Hope oh. it's okay that I that I just text you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's re- like Damn. what is that? What, what is it? How is it spelled in your head when you when you say that? Like text as past tense. T- what is that word T- that you're imagining? I don't know. I'm gonna do it from now on because I actually think it's funny. Do it. Don't do it. Not wrong way. Are you? Have you seen Not Wrong Way? Now that you're back in California, Matt Rogers. No. What is that? Okay, it's on the highway signs <laughs> in the state of California. Way. It says, uh, don't drive drunk, n- not wrong way. Or drive sober, not wrong way. Don't ruin lives. No. What does that mean? I think they're trying to say don't drive the wrong way. But that's but if you were driving the wrong way, you wouldn't be able to see it because it's on the fr- it's on the front of the also, sign. Also, it's too distracting for the road, not wrong way. It's like, I, what, what, what relationship is this? Mean? Yeah. I think it's just, it's the wrong way to do things. It's to drive drunk. So don't do that because it's the wrong way. Well, yeah. That's the way that it, I don't know, but it's, it's very bad. And then they just did a rewrite of it, but they kept the not wrong way. You get on that one-on-one, you'll see. Damn. It. Don't you hate it when they make an edit on something, a piece of writing, and then you go, that was the wrong trim. The whole time. Mm-hmm. The wrong mm-hmm. trim. The whole time. Wrong trim the whole time. Wrong trim the whole time. Well, this felt the like way. the right episode for the oh, right time. Oh, that was lovely. Okay. Um, this was so, I mean, truly an honor to have you on. We've wanted to for so I've, long. You've been kind enough to have us on homophilia. A bone has not been on. We need have not, not been on. Not wrong be way. Honored. I thought that was not honored. wrong way. I thought that not was one of the way. ones we did together, but I guess not. No, we have to fix it. I, you're, I know you're about to be very busy. That's what it was. I came on myself came on and then Dave. I came on with Dave. So bone, yeah. you got to get on there. Yeah. I would love to. And, we oh will work around your busy schedule. And Matt, yeah, Matt what 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 a true angel, the great man. Matt McConkey. He's Matt lovely. He, he, is, he is just the best, and always looking good. Always yeah. looking good. Very always handsome. looking good. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful, Very handsome. Wonderful man. Very handsome. Uh, you want to talk? It was uh, much like uh, uh, Andy Cohen calling you out. Here's a little uh, behind the scenes dish. Okay. Um, I we had Andrew Scott on, sexy oh. priest from Fleabag, who's a friend of yeah. mine in real life, and we left and. Uh. Uh, and Andrew Scott said, "Oh, he's quite beautiful, isn't he?" Mm. About Matt, so, yeah, it was like about Matt. I was like, well, "Wow, Matt is cook, but a priest mm. said it. A priest said it. That's, if um, a priest said it was just if if Andrew said anything to anyone, they they are obligated, yeah, to have sex with to them. explore to that, get their guts moved around." No, oh my god! Oh no! Moved I'm sorry, around. I know. No, but you know what? It's or, something it's, our community has to grapple with—the fact that we say guts moved around. Like I just don't know yeah. who it's turning on. It's guts. Yeah, yeah. Guts feels like not a gay term either. No, no. Do you have it? Remember that show, Guts? I remember that mm. there was a show, Guts. Oh, Bowen, you you might not know Guts. I I, I don't know Guts. What was Nic- guts? It's, Nic- right. it's Nickelodeon kids' culture. So Bowen okay. did not have cable. At the time, mm, um, but so much to explore um, in the future. Then, listen, Dave Holmes. Yes, tell us, tell the audience, the readers, the publicists, where they can find mm-hmm. you and enjoy you. Uh, well, I'm on Twitter at Dave Holmes. Also, Ooh. Instagram. Instagram's a little better. Um, I oh, I have a, a show coming out October 12th 
called Waiting for Impact, a Dave Ooh. Holmes passion project. <gasps> oh, yes, I it's saw this. a 10-episode investigative podcast. Yes. Uh, the disappearance of a boy band called Sudden Impact, oh. who were featured in the 1991 Boys to Men video Motown Philly and then never heard from again. Um, do we get to the bottom of it by the end of the 10F? Do we ever? Oh, do we ever? Thank you so much for not doing one of those sham investigative podcasts that just end in an open in an open question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aka the whole problem with unsolved mysteries. The show mm-hmm. never solved. They're never solved. It's the essential never. problem of unsolved mysteries. We don't mm. notice. We don't, we don't solve. <laughs> Truly, we don't solve. That's the central problem. Well, we can't wait. Can't and wait. Please listen to that. October twelfth. October 12th on the Exactly Right Network. On the Exactly Right Network. Oh, but listen, until then, you'll have this episode to listen to mm-hmm. again and again keep and keep warm. you tied over, Bowen Yang. We are supposed to finish every episode with a song. Hmm. Oh, when are the awards, you guys? We don't know. We don't know yet. We cannot okay. answer that question. Okay, we can answer that. Rude, that okay. That's rude to ask. That's fair. I'm very excited for them, though. Rude to Thank ask. you. Rude. Okay. No, I just, because I, I need to pick out an outfit. Sure, sure. To watch. You'll you'll have to send. You'll oh, have to be one of the presenters. Dave, would you would you present? Would you like to oh, present? Would you would you Absolutely. send in a little recording? Oh my God, voice yeah. recording. Absolutely. You'll be I'm presenting. Honest. You'll be presenting. Um, officially, our first presenter for the awards that's announced. <gasps> yeah, exciting. We're starting to announce the presenters. That's going to be oh. a whole episode is us announcing <laughs> the presenters. Oh wow! It may bring Matt along. Now, I mean, yeah, now that I'm course. just like taking liberties. Please, of course. Oh, Matt happy Perfect. Time yes, to present of course, together. Of course. Do a fun little physical comedy bit. Oh, oh. yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great. We'll be like, hey, th- where's the cue card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. Oh, classic. The, the classic, where's the cue card bit. But in, yeah, the, in, the, in the meantime, um, I would like to sing a song by an artist who demanded an apology of Dave Holmes. Her name is Christina. What a girl wants, what a girl needs, whatever makes you happy and sets you free. And I thank you for knowing exactly what. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Bye. It's beautiful. Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. 
find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> 